Hello! Welcome to episode 90 of We Have Issues. I'm Anthony. And I'm Stevie Wildcard. And every week, Steve Wildcard and I get together and we do our best to take all of the issues that come with being an adult human being. And just, Stephen, we try to do something with our issues so we can make creative things in the world. And most recently, we've been making comic books, Stephen. We make a bunch of comic books. What we're trying to do, Stephen, I have stuff in my mind. I have so much in my mind. This week has been a week. I don't know how to do an intro <laughs> to a podcast anymore. I'm, I've like, I've been, my, my wheels have been spinning, Stephen. I have like, and I don't know, like, I've, I, I, I haven't been as bad as, as last week. I think, like, I was a little more productive this week. Um, I, I was actually a lot more productive, but not necessarily in the right avenue yeah, <laughs> as far as our podcast sure. is concerned. Um, so every week we get together, dude, and we make, uh, we try to make comic books. We talk about our progress, what's gone, what, what we're doing, what gets in the way, what's happening in our lives. Um, how did you do this week? What were we trying to do? So I wanted to finish page 19 and then rough uh, page 20, but I honestly, I, I, I'm almost done with 19. Yeah. So I, I did fail, but I, I'm finally kind of back in my swing. I know that you've probably been experiencing this too, where like, I think like, I, I just underestimate how depression hits me. Like I, I, I'm not like overtly sad, but I think it hits me in the productivity sense, you know, like it shuts me down. Yeah. Like I don't really want to do anything. I just want to zone out. I want to focus on other things. I, I, it's weird. Do you get, do you get like that heavy overwhelming indifference? Like what happens to me sometimes is like, I I'll be like, I don't want to do anything and I find myself like not only I find myself like unmotivated but so much so that I'm like I don't even want to watch anything like I can I, I can mm -hmm. want to I try to put on something that like I know I'll enjoy be like how can I find like I'm gonna get out of this funk somehow and everything has like some darkness over it and not directly because of what happened but just a general disinterest in everything you know like and mm -hmm. I just like find myself in those little funks and I am like and it's weird, dude, because like it's not even like, oh, I want to watch sad things or I want to listen to only sad music or I want to just think of this and only be sad. It's just like a nothing. It's a I rather face the big nothing and just stare like stand there with the void in dude. silence. And I keep doing that thing where I toss it to future Steven. Like, like I keep having like brackets of time where I know I'll also have another bracket of time. I'm like, you're not you know, you're feeling this way. This Steven, like he's going to be good. You're going to you're going to relax right now because mentally you just can't. And then that Steven's like, I can't believe this guy put put this on me because like I'm still not, you know, feeling any better or I'm not, you know, like in a better headspace. But he wrote the last me into couple this. Days, you wrote really me into like, this. How yeah, dare you wrote me yeah, into this? Exactly. I'm me seeking myself. Me seeking yourself. And like you're <laughs> never going to actually accomplish the mission. You're just like constantly yeah. trying to tell future Stevens to do it. Like exactly. I do the same. I, I, dude, yes. That's exactly like I've been doing the same thing. Like last week, I kind of threw myself into doing like music stuff. And I was like playing mm -hmm. music that like, you know, that we listened to with Mike and I was recording with you and like, you know, doing like vocal stuff. I was I was playing cover songs a lot. I was kind of in that mode. This week, my whole brain has been like on camera um, in video mode where I've just been trying to get. So for those of you who don't know, um, Steve and I recently lost our friend. Uh, we lost one of our closest friends, uh, our friend Mike. And it's it's so I have a camera bag. I have a bag with a camera in it um, and four videotapes um, that I just I didn't know what was on them. I know there was some something so to some degree. It was it was our friend, you know, and I knew it was multiple friends of ours who have passed or, you know, that we haven't seen in a long time. Um, so I've just been like 
spinning my wheels trying to figure out how to get these freaking how to, to get the videos off of these old ancient like cave painting tapes like like the technology <laughs> you gotta translate these hieroglyphics to computer lingo you know? absolutely like, like like the and unfortunately the camera that he had was it's um it plays high eight tapes i also have one of these things like the adapter for a vhs and i was like i'm gonna get a vcr and i'm gonna because i have other tapes i'm gonna get these so i just i've just been doing like everything i could possibly do to get all of the information i could possibly get of our friends. I tried to find a new camera. I couldn't find a new camera anywhere. I tried to get like, just, I went through this whole freaking ordeal. And eventually I went on eBay and I found like a perfect setup. I was like, yes, it comes with a camera. It comes with like a special adapter, everything I need. Awesome. Finally, it shows up and I was just like, oh, this is like, this is the moment. This is the moment of truth, you know? And I was like, I was so scared, dude. I was so scared that like it would either not work or that there was nothing on it. But like I turned it on. And it was just freaking Mike and Tommy and you and just like playing music. <laughs> and it was just like the, the talent show that you guys did. And then like just Mike being Mike and just being silly. And then it was like, there's even a clip of me being a goofball. And there's just like- And Mike and Mike doing his classic like, sec, like you know, producer narration. Like, oh. the, like <laughs> oh, that's great. what we like, see, Anthony. I was yeah, just like, oh. yeah, that's what we want to see, baby. <laughs> like, Dude, and oh, like- God. Dude, it just ended up being like a treasure trove. It like it was, cool we were kind of, you were kind of worried. Yeah, we were kind of worried that it was basically just going to be re-recorded over. But even still, even if it was recorded over, there would probably still have been something good. But yeah. it's literally just like all these moments that we all remember that we tell these stories. And like, here's the actual, like, these are the stories, you know, like it's, it's wonderful. And I'm so excited because I've seen a lot of it. You've posted a lot of it. There's stuff that you have to go through still. Um, I'm super excited to see all of it, though. Steven, I've seen so much of your body. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> the funniest part of the clip I think you're talking about. So we were doing like, um, it was almost like a crocodile hunter skit, right? Is that what it was? And Tommy kind of had like the, the accent and he was like watching the beast in the wild. And I was like the mother beast. And I, I'm pretty sure, am I in whitey tighties or am I in boxers? Oh, you're in black boxers. I mean, okay, they're black close. Boxers. They're close to, I mean, they are. They're, they're pretty, they're, they're pretty close. Beast. They are. Dude, <laughs> so so I remember when we made that, it was we were laughing hysterically. Brandon's in the tree. Brandon's like eight years old. Yes. And he's like really little because we used to just make we just made movies. That's what we did. And uh when we did that one, I remember they showed Nadine, which is one of our friends on Ooh. Facebook, and she goes, I don't want to see Todd like this. And I'm like, I know I don't want to like in the moment it felt like a great idea, but I'm like watching it back, I'm like, oh. This is awkward <laughs> for me. Not for, was, everyone else is having a great. This is Chris Farley level uh, physical animals. humor, but we are oh, it's so oh, good. I wish I could show. I will show a censored version of it right here. <laughs> no, I can't. I'm kidding. It's just I my face. <laughs> it's just your face. That's really all I get. It's so funny. I can show. Like, if you do a censored version, you better like do a lot of like you know blurs like in the oh. places that you know. Oh, dude, it's so funny. So I like, so I watched all these videos. I've been posting them. Like, some of them are perfectly and insanely like touching and like sad and also beautiful and wonderful. Like, dude, there's a video of our friend talking to Mike and kind of doing like a quick interview with him. And I haven't shown you that one yet, but he's mm -hmm. he asks him. He's like, Mike, what would you want people to say when you die? I was like, I'm sitting here watching this, just like. Are you fucking like? Are you freaking kidding me right now? Is this like, video? Yeah, this video is like just legit kismet. Like this is like for you to like un dude, unpack and deal with everything. Like it was just amazing. It was just amazing. So like I, I so I'm gonna put that video up. I'm gonna put all the videos up. Um, 
So yeah, just seeing all these videos and seeing videos of like specifically Mike and Tommy together, and especially video mm -hmm. where they're they're talking to the camera and they're just like, mm -hmm. "This is the last being... video." Is like, "This is us." Like, and like, oh my gosh, just it was killing me, dude. It was amazing. It was just perfect. I was just like, it was beautiful. Whew. But it was a whole freaking ordeal. I went through. Um, so I, I spent a lot of my time doing that. Like, I watched like, and when you put it, when you upload a video from a video camera onto the computer. It has to be in real time. So I'm sitting there and I was like, and I had to kind of watch it because sometimes the camera would mess up or the, the docking because of the te te stupid technology. And like, it's such a weird difference to translate that, that like it would mess up. So I'd have to stop it and like make a new video and do all this. Um, so I had to watch it. I had to sit there and watch it. So like, even when nothing was happening, because sometimes it would like, Mike would just like, they recorded just like people sitting, like, like, uh, Mike and Cody and Sean sitting around just playing Guitar Hero for like 40 minutes and there's like most of, <laughs> most of the time it's just them playing Guitar Hero and I'm like rooting for them you know <laughs> just it's it's crazy it's um, new to me so I yeah. don't know who's gonna win this round yeah, right? so it's yeah. like it's, it's it's live TV as, as far as you're concerned but, but um still though no but it was amazing uh so I'm, I'm doing that i'm almost done with that um i was able to get some coloring done i i think the the the, the last page with all like the crazy magic and stuff is looking really good i do want to play with the colors a little bit as we go but mm -hmm. as far as flats are concerned i think it looks pretty cool you know it's it's pretty good um i i didn't start on the next page yet which I, I i'm so excited to do uh this week atlas goes with his mom so i will and now that i've done the video stuff for the most part um i can actually work i can actually work on the comic again i'm like i'm excited mm. to be like i'm 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 i've gotten to a place with with the videos and the camera and everything where like now i know what i'm doing and it's almost finished and now i just i can start focusing my you know energy somewhere else yeah finally. although steven although i'll tell you one thing dude um do you remember the first my first attempt at writing roommate from hell I so listened. was your first attempt, Rob Diver, th that situation, that whole, what you were, no? No, no, no. That was my first ever no. movie thing. Actually, that was okay. Cool too. So for anyone who's watching this right now, um, on those tapes, I also found my very first ever attempt to like write a script and film of a short film, but based on like a written script. Because otherwise we've always improvised. We kind of said like, okay, kind of say this. And we just like would say it before we like Judd Apatow it, like the whole improv, you know, the whole thing would be improvised. Mm -hmm. This time, like this movie, I actually sat down. It was my first ever attempt to write a script. It was like terribly formatted, just like awful. It was about this guy who um, is kind of in love with these two different women. And he, one of them is a dream and one is reality. And he doesn't know which is which. So, and he gets to the point where he's just like, he doesn't know which one, like where he wants to live. But he, you know, and it's, it's just this whole like weird trippy story. Um, never got to finish it. It was very silly, uh, but, and it was just all, our friends, but I found like three, a three minute chunk of it you know or i was like this is Which so is cool. awesome it's just like it's really cool to see like our friends acting and try and like it, it comes across like really kevin smithy and like really you know it's like it's mm -hmm. fun. not that it's like funny or anything but it's it's interesting and it's fun to watch them act you know um but dude okay so when i was living by myself i wrote um roommate from hell and there was a time where you and mike came over my house and mm -hmm. we did a mm -hmm. reading of it do you remember that? The, I didn't. Did we record it? Yes. So, no way. Yes. Okay. 
So here's the thing. So we recorded. I do remember that there's been like a few iterations of Roommate yes. from Hell. Because I, I know at one point we discussed a cartoon. Yes. You and I have played with it on. Our, you've had it on your own. Then you've talked to just me about it. And then, yes, I do remember that one time when Mike was involved as well. Yes. So, dude, so that just occurred to me like 10 minutes before filming. Like, and we're sitting here and I was just like, I, I did all this camera stuff. That's all. I Like, I don't have any other videos I could possibly pull out. I am all done. There's not one other thing that I could possibly need. And then it was just like, my brain was like, hey, what about the roommate from Hell thing? It's clearly in your garage right now. And I was like, it is. So I ran it out is. there. And so I got the camera. I'm charge literally charging the battery right now. So I can, like immediately check out what's on those tapes because i have like two different tapes that i'm just i can't wait dude because like so i know something's on there i know well one thing i know for sure is on there is me with a ninja sword doing like a weird photo shoot with my camera <laughs> <Which> <laughs> is, like, that was a weird thing for me to do by myself in my apartment but like i'm so excited dude because i just remembered i was like you were there and mike was there and i was there and we were all in my my apartment and we're just like reading the script and being silly together so i was like holy crap I can't believe it. Like, I think I have this. I think I do. I'm going to like, I'm going to look. I really hope I do. I don't think I would have taped over that. I do anyway, but I just, I, I'm excited, dude. So that's like something to look forward that's to. That's awesome. You know? So anyway, how, what else have you been up to this week? I've been working on that cover. Um, I did put some time into that and I, I, I sang it just to get a structural idea and I'll, I'll send it to you. The voice is horrible, but I got this really cool, um, I got this cool breakdown situation and I'll, I'll send it to you. You'll see what I'm talking about, but I need your voice. Cause I cannot sing. Which so a uh, ghost. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Dude. Yeah. I, I just, dude, I sped up the tempo to 183, which is our sweet tempo. Oh, that's like the pirates yeah. tempo. That's the, the uh, lost boys tempo. So that way I can utilize some of those fills and stuff. And, um, yeah, so I sped it up. It's basically just bumped up because I think the original BPM is like 156 or something. So it's bumped up like on um, almost 30, but it it moves just a little quicker, so it gives it more of a pop punk feel. Oh, dude! And I got this, I got this pretty cool like double like like where the drums cut out and it's just acoustic again, and then it cuts out again, and it's it, you'll see. I'll send it to you. Awesome. First I need of, your voice. First of all, <laughs> I, no, I can't wait. Like, send that to me and I'll like work on it tomorrow and definitely finish it by Thursday because that's, I'm mm -hmm. off, uh, you know. Um, that's not where Blink-22 got their name, is it? I like, I remember, I remember um, something about like a cat pooping in a yard 182 times or something or some like, like, but I was like. So, okay. I can't remember the exact reasoning for the 182. I just remember that they had to make, put a number because of the band Blink. There really? was a band called Blink. Okay. Yes. Oh, that's funny. And, and um, then and they were like, called on it, and then something what, like that. What if they were like, "Oh, our favorite BPM is 182," and we're like, "Ours." Is oh, that'd be so. Yeah. I wonder if their songs are in 182 beats. Per minute. <laughs> yeah. So, isn't that weird? I mean, probably not, right? But it would be probably. Funny. There's gotta be. They, they have to have at least one though. Uh, that's that's a pretty funny uh, uh, like thought. If they don't have at least one song in 182 BPM, <laughs> that'd be. It's our Indeed. least favorite BPM. But honestly, like going through all of this has it's it's really like I don't know, it's kind of opened my eyes to I've I'm never on camera because like I have always hated videos. Like I've always hated like mm. pictures of myself and videos of myself. Um I need to stop that because like I I mean it's kind of selfish. I don't mean for it to be, you know, but like thinking mm. about it where I was like 
thankfully we have this podcast, you know, but I was like, one day Atlas is going to look back or like maybe some of my friends will look back, you know, and be like, I want to see that guy. I'm no, no, none of us have a picture with him weird, you know, and it's just like, it really opened my yeah, eyes to that, you know, for so sure, I, like, dude. I am. It, and even with the podcast, I underestimate the value that it's going to have if one of us ever falls, you know, because like with Mike, like literally anything, if you just have him saying anything on camera, I want to see it, you know? So like, I, I, I hope that these will serve as some form of like comfort bringing or something like that in the future. If that fate ever befalls us, you know, like, and yeah, man, I, I, I mean, we literally have hours of footage of us, which is. Yeah, dude. So I was, that was actually like, what was next that I want to talk about was, I was just like, I feel like I've been kind of getting into a weird funk with the podcast lately where, um, I've, I've been so concerned about like our view, like, you know, our viewership dipping and, you know, like the rise and fall and like weird, like peaks and valleys of viewers and stuff. And like, I've kind of become um, just so overly concerned with that, that I forget to just do the thing anyway. You know what I mean? Like I, I kind of, I, I start thinking like, how can I do things to get people back? What kind of stuff do we have to do? What do they like? What don't they like? What am I doing wrong? And I start like, you know, and I, I, I try to like chase the audience instead of just doing what we've always been doing and you know, what we did initially um, and let the people come to us if they want, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And it's so like- It's the first time, right? So. Yeah. And 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 I, I feel like like the, I, I feel like trying to define what they want and doing that and kind of um, catering to an audience rather than being ourselves and letting the audience form and find us through whatever they hear of us echoing through the you know holes of social media. Um, I think that that's, you know, that was the wrong way to go about it. And like, I can feel myself doing it and it feels less authentic and it feels silly. Um, but mostly I feel like it's, it's also kind of betraying what I think, uh, like the real audience for this is, and that's just whoever does care about us. Like, like the people who already care about us in our lives are the people, you know, like Atlas and, you know, your girls and Tina and, you know, like everyone who's going to want to be going through our old cameras and stuff. Like that's who this is for. This is for you. If I die, me, if you, and you know, like that's like, at the end of the day, it's really just documenting our meetings for the week and what we're going to do. It's yeah. really what it is, right? I mean, like, of course, we want people to follow our journey and support us and help us. But at the end of the day, you and I are basically just holding our phone conference meeting. But yeah. but it's obviously friendship because we we we. This is when we talk. We really do just. This is this is Anthony and Stevens. You know, two two hours together where they we just talk to each other because we first of all we both hate talking on phones for oh. some reason. Video conference bypasses that weird brain oh, thing, and it's true. Yeah, I can see you, and I can, we can, it's like we're hanging out. So like, but so like at the end of the day, you're right. Like, really, we're, we're still doing everything we're supposed to be doing, and we just got to keep doing everything we're doing, and we'll just we'll keep making friends, we'll keep expanding, and like. I like the way we're doing it because it's like, we get this, we get like waves of like friends, like, you know, like, yeah. like five or 10 at a time where it's like, you know, where we can have these like smaller personal connections with these people. And then like, we actually build honest friendship and honest, you know, and it, it's, it's, you know, like, of course we want to see the progress. We want, we want to be able to just say like, Hey, we want to quit our jobs. We want to do this. But I, I know we'll reach that point and it's as long as we can still be stay steady and growing in who we are and what this has always been anyway, we'll be fine. You know, we just can't beat ourselves up. Yeah. Yeah, dude, for sure. Um, 
So I, what I'm saying is I need to become obsessed with grandmas again, <laughs> Stephen. I, I, have to, <laughs> I, have to, I have to focus because, because here's the thing about the grandmas. They don't care what content I'm putting out. They don't care what I'm mm-hmm. doing. They don't care if I fail or succeed. They just want to pinch my cheeks, feed me cookies, and support me. <laughs> and what, if, what if, what if, what if, okay, so what if the grandma thing, you know, we were just pursuing grandmas, but what if it was because like grandmas wanted you, like you were just available and like, you know the, the the you know so what if we take on personas okay. where we're just like alternate versions of us that steve that this version of stevie walkhart isn't married this version of anthony is it is it is going it in a relationship dangerous. i feel and, like we're, we, <laughs> we're we're about to we're about the dark wing duck this podcast okay <laughs> um I, 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 before, before we play in this multiverse, I would like to say that I'm happily, uh, I, with, with a person, you are happily married. But now I'm we're very gonna, happily married. Steven, we're gonna, <laughs> we gotta go back. <laughs> we are, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the Doctor Strange. <laughs> okay i saw every possible iteration of this and tina hates all of them <laughs> yeah, she, in fact tina's are it she's already done like the, when the words came out of my mouth like i'm not even more. she's like she's like, like I'm freaking out i sent a disturbance in the force dude I, can i just say something that like maybe like i was actually like at work and i was just thinking about like one of our recent conversations with tina and um when we were like coming up with like, remember how I said like I called uh, Fran a bird, like a bald eagle, and then we said like Tina actually went back in time to all these different moments and told me to say the thing that was gonna ruin that moment. So like she like perfectly curated the man that she was going to have. That was pretty good. It was so funny. Yeah, it's, gosh. Um, one of my favorite things is uh, like now that you know, um, Amy and I have been able to hang out with you and Tina. I've gotten mm-hmm. like I I've become painfully aware that you and i fall into our own language for a while and we did uh, the super the super nuance it's so funny dude like dude, we were like 20 layers deep on one joke oh, i think it was man, like so-, Steven, so so i went over to steven's house so we've seen each other twice in like the past month or so but like dude when i came when, when i went over your house and we did we started talking about the uh double cousins like <laughs> <laughs> I, I I cried so much that night. And then like and then like when we went out to eat, uh, we went out to eat recently at Pinchers, and like you, I I realized like you and I like got into this place. We're just doing this like weird nuanced like layer within layer joke that's happening. And I look over, and I was like, I'm so glad that it's just okay that like yeah, like, like everyone everyone's with it enough. But it's just like, oh, this is, we're still good. Like, they're not hating, like, no one's hating me right now. And I'm still, yeah. like, deep in this conversation. But but see, those are the best laughs. Like, if only Hollywood could read our minds exactly and, like, write jokes, like, that deep for us just in a movie. But, like, dude, those those super, like, like inside jokes, like, not even inside. It's just literally, like, pieces of other conversations that just happen to snap together to yeah, create this amazing, this hilarious plotline joke. That happen. And it's just like anytime, and I, I feel like some, sometimes it'll happen in the podcast, but like most of the time, be, be, I think because of the nature of our podcast, we, we have to try to stay on rails. Sometimes, yeah. you know, we try to stay like on some kind of track. Um, sometimes it'll come back. But if if you and I just talk for a good four hours, <laughs> we will we will have- caught- Around the three, three hour and 15 minute mark is, is when the, the joke happens. And yeah. then it, it's like, you know, 20 minutes of laughing and then- 
yeah, yeah dude that's... i i love that stuff i love i mean that's like the that's like the best it's it's like when i feel what friendship is you know what i mean like i get in those mm -hmm. moments i'm like man this could not have happened with that guy you know what i mean like, mm -hmm. like screw this guy For sure. just, dude, get out of here you know like you don't know about double cousins <laughs> what how deep do your nuance jokes go Stu? <laughs> i go like four layers deep tops <laughs> i mean you gotta know what family guy is and that's that's basically that's all that's my eight. jokes come from that this is why I don't like you, Stu. Well, I don't like you, Stu. No one likes you. I love <laughs> how we have adopted Stu now because, like, I have a Craig in my Craig. life. It's actually yeah. cool. So we can't. Craig used um, to be our throwaway name, but now it's Stu. We'll just, we'll, we'll just adopt Stu. Yeah. I think Sorry, that's why. Sorry, any Stu Stewarts out there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Stewarts. Uh, we hate you now. No, no, I, I'm kidding. Like our podcast. Like it. Subscribe. Um, all right, dude. So the other thing I did want to get into is like, Stephen, we have a convention coming up that we haven't really talked about. We have we have two things yeah. coming up that are pretty huge that we have not talked huge. about. Okay, so we have a convention coming up on the 11th of this of next month, and then we are going to be teaching a class at the end of next month. We have to plan a, like one week. We have to plan where I go over your house and we go in your room and we just talk about what we're going to do at the, the teaching situation. Mm -hmm. um, Which I have, a lot, I have a lot of good ideas because we, I mean, we could, you and I are talkers. We could obviously yeah. fill information, but we want to, we want to have like a cool, like, yes. hey, you can go home and draw Spider-Man now because you came into this class. You know, I want, Perfect. I do want to come up with like a simple shapes, like idea for Spider-Man or so, like a character just so that they can go home and feel like they learn something and, and excite them. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, oh, yeah. but I also do want to teach them the in and outs of our dynamic and things yeah. like that and friendship and you know it's so important but they're it's important so for creators to be to work together you know yeah. like that's that's so so steven and i um were invited well steven was invited and i grabbed on his coattails and i was like bring me with you big papa he's <laughs> like you've never called me that outside of the bedroom i was like get ready to hear it more. <laughs> <laughs> so, so daddy so coattails <laughs> He's like, also, those aren't coattails. I'm like, wait, what? No. Uh, so, so, why do you have three of them, Stephen? What is this? Six pod. <laughs> oh, if only you could see what's on those videos, guys. If only you could see the things I've seen in Stephen's body. No, um, but I okay. But Stephen was invited to do this thing, and he like was was charitable enough and uh, gracious enough and uh, kind enough to invite me along so i also get paid to teach children how to make comic books which is really cool um so we get to call ourselves comic book instructors and say that we are professional comic book instructors it's really cool um so we have to figure out like a kind of curriculum for those kids that's going to be what she said like seven-year-olds right like about our kids yeah, age. seven or eight year olds so like that's why i want to come up with like obviously we want to give them something like it's yeah. probably maybe it's a little over their head but like then i want to have something that we can just yeah. hands-on they feel good about the class and like i said it excites them you know like yeah, that's what i want sure. to do so and i know you and i but you're you're amazing with kids like you show that with every child that you come in contact with so like I have no doubt that we're going to, we're going to do a good job. I, yeah. But I, yeah, we do need to like have like a Anthony and Steven date where we just, like, we stuff. both get there and just freeze. It's <laughs> <laughs> nothing. We don't talk. We awkwardly sit and just don't even look at them for like the whole kind of, hour. Just, yeah. And I just, uh, I didn't fucking ask for this. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> no, that would never happen. That would never happen. But it would be amazing. It would be, I mean, no one's, we're not filming it. We can know anything can happen. Anything can happen. There, <laughs> like, so the first step of making comic books, give us your parents' social security numbers. <laughs> <laughs> the first, the first, I'm worried about. <laughs> the first, 
I need the security codes on the back of the card. The numbers mean nothing. This is this is how you draw Spider-Man. You get your parents' phone and you subscribe to our freaking podcast. <laughs> Comic book situated. Sit down, Stu. We're talking about our podcast again. <laughs> We're gonna have you guys arrest. What are you talking about? <laughs> you're you're trying to commit fraud. Like those police officers I better just... have YouTube accounts. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry, you to... <laughs> sorry, I need you to put your hands behind your head. I need you to put your hands in your pocket and grab your cell phone <laughs> and subscribe to my channel. <laughs> ah, I just get tased like mid sentence. <laughs> I just hope I'm having a good drawing day. You know, some days you have those days where your hand is just like not operating, like you know, not cooperating. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, it's in like the, the the awkwardness of doing things in front of people when you're when you've you haven't had to do that in a while you know so like mm-hmm. I, so that happened to me with with it happened to me with drawing i remember like when i was a kid anytime i was told to like go up on the board and like draw something or write something or, like i always felt so uncomfortable it was like i like you know when you forget how to walk or like when you like mm-hmm. realize like why am i is, is this it is this am i walking is this, is this moving walking is am i moving like that that used to happen to me with like writing on the board every time and dude i remember one time I was in um, I was in ninth grade and I still lived in the other coast. I was in ninth grade and I had a music class and the teacher was like, does anyone in here play instrument, any instruments? And I was, I was like, and I like kind of half raised my hand and didn't realize I was the only one in the whole class that moved at all. And I was like, oh no. And so <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> what have I done to myself? So he was like, oh, okay. Would you want you like, I want you to do like a performance um, for the class to show them like what you do, you know, like what kind of stuff you, I'm like, but what? Oh, <laughs> okay. He's like, yeah, just bring in your guitar and you know, I'll set up a, I'll set up like a, a speaker for you and everything. And like, dude, I have never, like, it was such a stepbrothers moment. Like, cause I played. <laughs> so, so at the time in ninth grade, that's when I played like, like um blink 182 i i played like you know like i was all about like saves the day i was it was all like crunchy like pop punk stuff you know and that's what i played and i loved it he sits me down and he puts on this pa and he plugs my guitar into this clean pa and i'm like oh no and it's like like you can make acoustic sound good i can i could probably play an acoustic version of damn it Playing this like weird, clean, honky tonk sounding, damn it, like for this big class of. And then, like, dude, I hate like when you don't have control over your own clean settings. Like, I feel like clean settings on a guitar are like more critical than like distortion settings. And like chords just sound bad on some amps. Like, you can't even just play like a G chord or an E chord and it'd be okay sounding, you know, unless you're John Mayer. But uh, like, that dude can play anything on anything and sound good. But I know exactly what you're talking about, dude. Like, I would yeah. be just as scared. Like, if someone it was so in, uncomfortable. Here, here's your shit. You know, here, here's your here's your you know electric guitar, Stephen. Go ahead and jam on this PA. Oh crap! Crap! What do I, I don't have? Do reverb. Do? I, don't, I don't have distortion. Yeah, I don't have anything. You know what do you do? I can't I, hide I the flaws. And so, <laughs> so like, I'm sitting there and I was like, I don't know what to play because I already listen to music that none of these people like. You know, I'm like, they don't even like mm-hmm. the stuff I like. I only play stuff I like. 
this is you set me up for failure why <laughs> you know like why would you do this to me and why did it, i should have called out dead like what am i doing i should not have shown up to this <laughs> cool that day um morning anthony was very brave yes <laughs> he, he had this i was like i grabbed my guitar i was like i got this i'm gonna go i'm gonna buddy holly my way out of this and it did not work out it did not you should have pulled like the, the will Ferrell like when he's the devil with garth brooks and the snl skitty <laughs> is this thing's out of tune he just keeps like tuning <laughs> That tune you hear is like, but, but that's how I felt because I was like, I like that's why I said I was felt like it was like Step Brothers because like I played and I was like, the air in here is weird. I haven't played guitar <laughs> in like a week. Yes, like I just it was it was a mess, dude. I hated it so much. I was so happy to leave that school. I'm like, I mean, not that Cape was much better when I first started, but of course, like I eventually found all of you guys and like you know, like mm. I at least kind of found my people eventually in Cape. You know, like that first that first school was awful. Like I literally. I would bring comic books and I would sit there and like just try to read comics and like ignore everyone all the time. And I remember like on more than one occasion, someone smacked a comic book like off my desk, like just like to try to typical speak. like Degrassi like, high school like yeah. shit. Like, like just someone trying to start a fight with me. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to pick up this piece of paper that was stapled on the middle. What do you do? Like, what do you think I'm going to do? Like, I don't care. You know, I was like, this isn't, I'm not going to bring like a, a comic book that's worth a lot of money to this high school, you know? Um, so it was, it was weird. I was like, okay. I remember like in that school, there was one teacher who was like, oh, are you an X-Man? And I was like, no, I would be in Charles Xavier's school for Kipton. <laughs> I wouldn't be here right now if I was an X-Man. Like, what are you, are you Professor X? That is a dumb question, sir. Why are you asking me this in front of and all And not to mention like. I'm reading. Like it. If I was an ex-man, like, I mean, not the, the whole school aren't ex-people. Like, they're, they're like, there's just students, too. They're just trying to, like, they're just trying to get their bachelors and the gifted <laughs> youngsters, you know? They're, they're going to leave. They're not going to fight Sentinels. Like, you know, tell, <laughs> you know, Leech isn't going to go out there and start smashing Sentinel face. And he's right? like, I'm just trying to learn how to be a human. Like, that's what yeah, I'm doing yeah. here. I'm trying to learn how to fit in because of people like you, Stu. Listen. <laughs> 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 all right no like i dude i hated that so much like i i hate being called out especially by teachers but i hate being called out when i'm i'm doing all the right things i'm just reading i'm like before class people were sitting in here they're being loud and obnoxious i'm just reading a comic book by myself minding my business and he's like picking on me like what are you doing i actually brought that up to someone recently because um it's so funny how like now Marvel and like Mar Disney and Marvel have like taken over the culture so much so that like people forget that it used to be kind of like frowned upon to like comics and be like nerdy and stuff, mm -hmm. you know, like liking that stuff. Oh, dude, cool. like going in, going into high school. Yeah, yeah. Like going into high school, our generation was probably the last generation that felt the crap. Yeah. If I'm honest. Yeah. Cause I feel like even towards the end of our senior year, like it did seem to be like more pop culture, like, like everyone likes SpongeBob. Like it doesn't matter. Like you know, like there was just like like you know, Invader Zim was a little bit popular among like like the mm. things that weren't popular with those those popular kids in middle school suddenly like started becoming more mainstream and like those idea like the X Men movies, the Spider Man movies really bridged yeah. that gap. And but yeah, you're absolutely right. Like I don't think we suffered as much as the nerds in the '80s did, right. but we still we were the last like graduating class of like hey nerds are not cool which yeah dude it was just so weird to like experience that and then see this whole like explosion and renaissance and just like just everyone's in love with marvel 
And now it seems like there's like this new fatigue happening where like people aren't insulting people who like it necessarily, but people are like, there is like a general like hatred for a lot of Marvel properties coming out now. And I, I'm mean, like, it's, it's like there are different, different schools of that hatred. And I don't, I don't really care to get into it, but it is interesting how like it was, it kind of had this like whole bubble for a long, you know, for a while. Like I, I don't know if like Endgame or like Infinity War, if they're like too big and it's so hard to get, you know, beyond those for for some people or if it's a real mm-hmm. fatigue or what. But I think right now what's hard for people to understand is like you got to like, I think like the Marvel Cinematic Universe has to be viewed as the Infinity War was this climb and then it happened. Mm-hmm. And now we're back down and we're rebuilding to the next climb and then we're going to hit that high again. But I think people expected the high to just to keep going, but I mean, like you can't be all high. You have to. It's it's a fight. You have to have. Yeah, it's a firework. Like I mean, that was the culmination of all those story arcs coming to to a head. You know, now it's establishing all these other characters. That's why I think a lot of these movies that are kind of like there's still some ones that are shining through. Like I've heard, I haven't watched, I haven't watched yet because that's how like out of it I've been. But I've heard Shang Chi is really good. And I've heard, I mean. And then Doctor Strange was like, like fun. Like it wasn't like a a bad. Yeah. So like, I no, no, it was no, like, and like, that's the conflicting consensus on Doctor Strange is like, people just want to hate it for some reason. uh, on the internet, like, I mean, obviously, everything's so yeah. polarizing for just it just needlessly and excessively, you know. Like everyone said, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I'll make a joke to be like, "Meh," I wasn't like as like I wasn't as excited for it when I as I was watching it as I was hoping I would be. And sometimes that's your own expectations getting the best of you, you know. Like sometimes, mm-hmm. I, like I have an active imagination that like when I see multiverse of madness and then you show me like an evil Doctor Strange and all the like in the trailer and stuff, my brain just create it does the doctor strange thing where i create a huge series of you know potentialities and if they give me the one in which they fail i'm not gonna love it you know and like that's you know but like that and that's what happened that was the big the biggest weakness of that movie was the expect the word multiverse was in it so the expectation was we were going to be seeing a lot of multiverses yeah and i thought most of the movies gonna be taking place throughout many so did i it really was it really was just like a quick travel sequence into the the yeah. main other universe that they were going to be in. So like, and then like what made me really like, like in retrospect, if I would have just gone into that movie thinking of it as strictly a Doctor Strange sequel, it would have been an incredible movie for a Doctor right. Strange sequel. Like, I mean, but the, like, yeah, like that whole multiverse of madness headline, it, it did feel like they were setting up for like an Infinity War style movie again, basically this early on, kind of like to kick the whole yeah. multiversal war off, you know, but, but yeah, but I still enjoyed it though. And I, I'm excited for the things that they, the, the, oh yeah, you know, the, they set up some fun the, stuff in that movie. the implications that are there, but, um, but yeah. I thought it was fun. I one day, Stephen, one day we're going to have not only our we're going to have a movie, but we're going to have our own comic book. Can you imagine if Deathless became a movie? Like, that be, oh, be, I would love it, dude. Like, and the thing is, is, it's the it's the perfect like length to just be a movie. Yeah. It doesn't need to be a series. It doesn't it need to be, be anything. Movie, you could easily make yeah. it a movie and like make like have it make sense and everything. You could easily make it a series as well. But like I'd say a mini series where um, I like if you just did an episode per issue. And then just like flushed out those issues into like, you know, the 30 or probably like 45 minute long, like short films, each one, that'd be amazing. But no, dude, perfect. I can make, I can make like an hour and a half, two hour movie out of like Mm -hmm. our whole story and have it like make sense and be good. 
I would love that. That would be, like, that'd be incredible. Um, one day, Stephen, we will get there. But for now, we have to make this freaking book. So what are you going to do this week? Well, 19 will be finished. There's no there's no doubt in my mind that that's going to happen. But I really do want to push through to 20. Why and is it possibly... raining squirrels? What is happening? <laughs> All these squirrels. Why did I summon Anthony, that? I got, I got mutant powers, but like they're great. But they turn my hands into balls. <laughs> Right. So I, got, I can't I can't hold a pen. Are you saying what kind of ball, like footballs? Are you saying like I just think I was I was not 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 human anatomy. I was thinking like rounded like I'm thinking bouncy balls, like the big balls. Steven, <laughs> Steven, just punching so, bags. Dude, wouldn't it be crazy if like the ACDC song "Big Balls" was actually written about me? Like he had a dream that this this amazing comic book artist's hands was going to turn into these giant balls. Steven scrotal hands. <laughs> the scrotal hands. Can you imagine? Scrotal wild card. Like I mean, it's almost super effective because no one wants to be punched with balls. Like, <laughs> hey, you want like, a piece of me? No, no, no I do no. not want a piece of you. I don't even know what that would feel like, sir. <laughs> I think it would. I think it would hurt you more than it would hurt me, though. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> it's a, it's a, I mean, is it still teabagging if you're using your fist? <laughs> this sounds like a horrible, like, like trailer for a movie that you put, like, as a joke trailer, like a gag trailer before a movie. <laughs> <laughs> you should see the other guy. I'm imagining his face has been teabagging terribly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining him, like, itching his hand. He's just doing, like, like a... <laughs> The pigeon roll on his knuckles, basically. Oh, can you? I mean, like, how do you sneeze, Steven? How do you? What do you do? What do you? Do your hands go? Do your? But hold your hands. Do your hands go like this, or do they go like when you sneeze or cough? Do they retract? Like people are learning a lot of stuff about testicles right now. When it when it gets cold, your glove size changes. That's how. If the club don't fit, you must quit. <laughs> just get some ice. Get some ice. <laughs> Shrink those bad boys. <laughs> um, oh my god. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors is a completely different game now. <laughs> Here's the thing is I lose to everything. Because <laughs> if you put scissors or paper on these things, I'm gonna lose it. I don't want a paper cut. I told you don't, don't, don't near me and a rock sounds painful no thank you so that happened so we talked about that for much longer than i expected um, so i wrote down steven scrotum hands no i'm kidding um okay so this week i'm so this week i'm going to color two pages i'm gonna color the next two pages I'm, I'm done with that magic like crazy page i'm coloring the next two pages i have tomorrow and thursday to work on it um, I'm going to do as much as I possibly can. Uh, I have to start throwing myself into this. I am going to look at that camera and see if our roommate from hell uh, thing is on there. And I'll totally tell you if it is. You know, like, That'd be so you, awesome. I'll, I'll tell you what I discover. And if it is on there, I will put it on our channel so people can watch like what we were working on and stuff. Well, thank you all for watching. Thank you for listening. If you haven't subscribed already, please go hit the subscribe button. It really does help us. Um, otherwise, we just appreciate you. We appreciate you listening to us. We hope you, you know, got something out of the episode and laughed with us. Steven, the, the ball fist thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that genuinely was not planned. Like, I really was just, like, trying to think of, like, what would stop me from drawing a comic? Oh, if my hands were balls. But I was literally imagining, like, little kid bouncy balls. Of like, course you are. Of course you are, Steven. Steven's <laughs> just, like, bombardment hands. He has those. <laughs>
those big red like dodgeball hands but no nope not that's not where my stupid brain went anyway and he was like the... <laughs> i was like you can't steven does it, it wait steven steven are, if we're working backwards does that mean that your arms through extension are, are reversed do they become shafts they become yeah. shafts dude. like dude is it like is it like 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 you know like in dragon ball or in any anime you know how they do like the awesome arm techniques do i go like this for like my special like and it's just like <laughs> it shoots out my elbows or something. I don't know. Is that my special? <laughs> okay, okay. But thank you all for watching. Thank you for listening. Steven, you're the best. I love you so much. I love uh, you too, dude. All right. Um, this has been episode 90 of You Have Issues. I'm Anthony. And I'm Stevie Wildcard. And we'll see you next time. Thank you so much. And uh, what what do you want people to say about you when you die? I don't want to say anything. I want them to be crying. They shouldn't have the heart to say anything. They should be just crying, crying, crying till their eyes hurt. What do you What do you want to do when you grow up? I want to be a Ghostbuster. If that falls through, what do you want to do? I want to be in a successful band called Inherit the Sun. That's all we're gonna put on this tape for now because we're gonna, me and Mike, get, you don't have to be afraid not to get the camera. We got some footage of a birthday party that we did for somebody and we're gonna put this after this so we're gonna have to go do that now so we have room on the tape so we're stopping it now. See you, I hope to see you soon. Love you.